All right, welcome to episode one of our podcast. Uh, we're going to call it To the Top. Uh, two kids t- covering two sports, basketball and football. And basically, we're just going to speak our mind of what those two sports have going on. Plus, today was a little bit special. We had the SBs along with the Poirier versus McGregor fight. So we're going to speak on that today. Um, but anyway, my name is Robert. I'm Felix. And, yep, basically we're just going to get into it. Um, first, uh, we're going to start with um, finals. So, as of right now, it is 11.50 sat on Saturday, July 10th. We are two games into the NBA Finals. Tomorrow is game three, and the Suns are up 2-0. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we're late to the finals, like the series. But, I mean, we can talk about it as of right now. Looking at the series so far, I mean, it looks like the Suns, I think they could sweep the Bucks. Giannis is playing out of his mind, but it seems like Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton just can't really get the job done. And it really sucks for Giannis that he signed that extension. But, I mean, hopefully Chris <laughs> Middleton and Drew Holiday can get something together because... It seems like it's all Giannis. Yeah, and I mean, it was about what a week ago that people and or almost everyone that watched, um, Giannis get hurt thought he he had a torn ACL. Oh and, yeah, and the fact that he is out here averaging what is it? He just Giannis, had a three point game. Giannis throughout these first two games is averaging thirty one points on a sixty three point six field goal percentage. If you look at what Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday uh, are shooting, they're shooting. Chris Middleton is 40.5 field, field goal percentage, and Drew Holiday is 31.4. Uh, Drew, Drew Holiday is averaging 13.5 points, and Chris Middleton is averaging 20. To be in the NBA Finals and at, with, with one star player and your two other what are supposed to be stars playing that poorly you are not playing anywhere and if you look at the suns i mean you have devin booker who just went on a tear last game throughout these first two games he's having 29 points and chris paul on his first game went on a tear and second game did not as well but still played out of his mind and their field goal percentages are significantly higher than uh chris milton and drew holiday and that at that point it's just you you get down 2-0 because uh, you're not you're just playing poorly and now you have, you find yourself in the tough situation to come back. Uh, I, I mean, I, the only bright side that I can think about for the Milwaukee Bucks right now is that you're going back home and yeah. that's about it. Yeah, like you said about Chris Paul, I mean, he's in his 18th year playing like he's been playing when he was on the Clippers. I mean, he's playing amazing, especially he deserves being in the spotlight right now because, I mean, he's worked so hard. He's in his 18th year being in his first finals. I mean, he's playing great. And, I mean, if they play like this, I think for sure. If they play like this in the next two games, I think it's over. I don't really see the Bucks doing anything else. And like you said, I think the best thing for the Bucks right now is just going home and having, like, a new start. But they're already down 2-0, so they have more to think about other than just going back home. I think yep. they have to reevaluate the whole game plan. Try yeah. to put the ball in Giannis's hands more of the time, because I mean, when he gets the ball, most of the time he's putting it in the basket, like you said, sixty-four percent. 
it was uh sixty three point six percent. Yep, sixty four percent. I mean Drew Holiday. I mean he's a great defender, but I mean you need some type of scoring. Chris Middleton. It's like an honor yeah. honor off game for him. Yeah, he had a good first game, uh, twenty nine points, but his second game was extremely poor, and that's that's a game that you needed to win. Yeah. And now you're facing you're in a extremely tough spot at game three. You lose this, you're down three zero, and if you're down three zero, we I mean, I've never seen a three zero comeback. I and never and, it, and, it, and there's no way that it would happen in this case either. Exactly. And so now this is a must-win game for the Bucks, and you, I, I, I think Giannis uh, plays the way he has been playing. I, and I, Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and the rest of that supporting cast just need to step up because, I mean, I just don't see Devin Booker or Chris Paul slowing down unless your game plan is more aggressive in stopping them. And, I mean, you, they tried that last game. You could see from the jump that they were – they were aggressive guarding them, but it just still they they both just went on a tear and and to go along with that, their supporting cast of Macau Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, Cam Johnson campaign, they all they all have been playing well, and you're gonna have to find a way to stop that along with improving the offensive side uh, for the Bucks. So, speaking of that Suns supporting cast, I have to give a lot of props to Macau Bridges. He was like yeah. one of the best players on the Suns for game two. He played yep. out of his mind. I mean, really, Chris Paul didn't even play the best that game. If you just have Devin Booker and one bench player on the Suns playing that good and they're winning by that much against the Bucks, I really don't see the Bucks doing anything. Also, there was a lot of times, it was at least three times, Bucks would always come back and it'd be like a five point game and then. Yeah, uh, they'd call a timeout, and then all of a sudden, Suns would come back up and be like fifteen, and then Bucks would come back again, and it really just seemed like the Bucks could never close it out. Yeah, or yeah, just get within what they needed to be within. It always seemed, yeah, you'd look and the Bucks would be up what 10, 12 points, and then next thing you know, I mean, Giannis goes on a little tear, and now you're down five, mm-hmm. and and then it just just keeps repeating itself. And yeah, props to Macau Bridges. 27 points on 38 minutes. Yeah, he had probably the game of his life and the biggest stage. So yeah, props to him. Now, what do I think about the series and who I think is going to win this series? Likely, like we said, like bringing this down, Bucks have a lot to look forward to. I mean, going, like you said, going home and all of that. You really just have to change a lot of this and hope one of the players on the Suns just slow down, Devin Booker or Chris Paul, and kind of the chemistry gets a little messed up by the Bucks changing everything. But honestly, how it's looking, I really don't see the Bucks coming back from this, and I think the Suns will win in four. Uh, I think the Suns will sweep. I I I do believe that the Bucks will win Game Three, um, but from there on, I think. I, I I think it could re- honestly be in five. I don't see a sweep. Like It'd be if a, cool for the Suns to go in five, though, because they would celebrate in Phoenix. Yeah, but if the Suns were to go in four, I, I wouldn't be surprised, but five seems more reasonable. I think the Bucks do win either game, uh, three or four. And honestly, if they win both, 
that's it's a completely different series. I still think no matter what, the Suns win in four, five, or six. Um, I I at this point I don't see a game seven, but I mean I guess anything can happen. But yeah, I just I just don't see them making the that the changes that they need to make or and that many changes to be able to beat the Suns or, and four more times. And yeah. and for the Suns, they just got to continue to keep dominating. I mean, just all around, they have just dominated the Bucks, and the Bucks have had no answer for it. So I mean, I, yeah, you like just have to. Yeah, you just have to wait and see what happens in Milwaukee. But I mean, for now, you got nothing to look forward to besides the fact that you're going home. And I mean, yeah, Bucks aren't even a bad team either. I mean, overall, they're a pretty great team. But I mean, I think all of your players have to show up when you're the Bucks because now you now how we see it. Now we're seeing Drew Holiday and uh, Chris Middleton not playing their best, and you see Giannis dropping forty. After hyperextending his knee a week ago, it doesn't even seem like he's been, like, even affected by that. But, I mean, you're going to need more from them. Giannis yep. is asking for all the help in the world. But, I yep. mean, yeah, like we were saying, I think the Suns will win this series. I think they'll sweep them, but, I mean, they could go either way. But I still, like you said, see the Suns winning this. And... Yeah, I mean, like you said, Chris Milton and Drew Holiday have to show up. It's it's the finals. It's the NBA finals. And the fact that Drew Holiday is slacking this bad and Chris Middleton can't say consistent, I just that's gonna be a tough comeback for the for the I mean, Bucks. You work your ass off for eighty two games in a regular season. To get then, there. You to, then you yeah, exactly. And then you have to play sixteen to twenty games or really more to get to the finals after you're playing three rounds of playoffs and then you're over here and you're not even playing your best. It's almost like it's just like a waste of time. You're getting up all the way to this point and you're not even playing the best you used to play. Yep. And and you're making a guy who just came off of a gruesome looking injury. Obviously we it wasn't as bad as we all thought, but still there's no way that that dude is 100% and he and he's, and he's playing, playing like he is. He's playing he's, better than both players combined. And he's playing like he is 100%. And and then meanwhile, you got two completely healthy guys just not doing anything to help their team. Yep. Now, yeah. I do want to talk about is the USA game today, because I guess we could just switch, switch the subject. But, I mean, yeah. big upset. Really surprised, even though I don't think it really counts. But big surprise about the USA game for them losing. <laughs> I can I mean, only I can only name one, two players on Nigeria. And I mean, every player you look on USA, you know every single one of them. So I mean, pretty surprising. I mean, nobody was expecting this. Everybody expects USA to win the whole thing. Yeah, let's let's just look at the starting lineups. So for Nigeria, we have Josh Akogi. I've heard I've heard that name before. I mean, I I can't put like puzzle pieces together. <laughs> I, shooting guard, you have Gabe Vincent. Who? Uh, <laughs> small forward Ike Wamu. Yeah, no clue who that is. Power forward, we have Casey Opala, and then center we have Precious Achua. 
I, I know I know who Precious Achua is, but that is pretty much it. And then their bench players, Caleb Agata, Stanley Okoye, Kepe Odu, Akepe Odu, Chimeze Metu, Obi Amego, Aiki Orogubu, <laughs> Shima Moneke, Mie Oni, Michael uh, Beninji. I mean, then you compare that to the USA national team. Gabe Vincent went crazy, though. <laughs> you have Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, Bam Adebayo. And then on your bench, you have Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Zach Levine, Kevin Love, Jarius Garland, Sadiq Bey. And, and you lose to Nigeria. Now, <laughs> if you... The, obviously, USA performed extremely poorly. Yeah. But you, you've got to give props to... Nigeria. Nigeria. Obviously, I, I, I mean, I didn't watch this game, but, and there's not much to talk about besides the fact that USA played awful. And, but you do have to give props to Nigeria. You, they made, what, 20, 23s? Out of 42. Yep. 20 out of 42 from three point range. That's, that's phenomenal. And, I mean, just uh, some, some guys that we've never heard of. Step up that well. Caleb Agata, 17 points. Um, Ike Arogbu, 11 points. Habe Vincent, 21 points. On Bradley Beal's dome. <laughs> yeah, and then now you look at USA stats. You have Damian Lillard with 14 points, shooting 4 for 10, 3 for 6 on threes, 3 for 4 on free throws. That's that. I mean, Damian Lillard, that's no, not awful, but that that's not Damian Lillard. That's Damian Lillard is way better than that. Then you have Bradley Beal, which I would say is the worst performance. They had two points on one for seven shooting, over one on threes, over two on free throws. And then you have Kevin Durant, 17 points on four for 13 field goals, two for five on threes, seven for eight on free throws. Tatum, 15 points, shooting four for seven, two for three on threes, five for five on free throws. And then, bam, shooting, having 11 points on 4 for 7, field goal, 3 for 3 free throws. And then, and then you have the bench player. Here's who, Jeremy Grant, 6 points. And you, uh, Kevin Durant, and he he didn't he obviously Precious didn't play very well, but I mean that's just a little highlight of the game. And I mean, still, I I there's nothing to worry about for USA. I mean, obvi- I mean, obviously this is a little wake up call before you actually get to Tokyo. But yeah, I mean there you just you there's no way that 
or in my opinion, there's there's no way that, that something even like this would happen will happen in Tokyo. They'll figure I I think they'll figure it all out. I think they'll win uh pretty easily. I I just don't see any other country being able to beat that many stars. Uh, yeah, and y'all don't know this. We were both from Dallas. We were both uh, Mavericks fans, and we were both Luka fans. Uh, I I love Luka, but I'm not as biased as Felix. Felix would rant about Luka forever, and he will probably tell you that Slovenia is going to be the USA. Luka's going to get the gold medal easily. <laughs> right. Let's no, move but, on. No, no, no. But as a Mavs fan... I've seen people talk about Bradley Beal and like Zach Levine being like trade destinations for like the Mavs or something. Seeing Bradley Beal score two points <laughs> and see Zach Levine dropping ten is disgusting. I don't want them near my team. <laughs> All right, let's just just get get off your bias. Let's go move on to the 2021 ESPYS. So this happened about what? What ended about two hours ago? And me and Felix are basically just going to talk about the awards that we have background information on and give our thoughts on it. So first, we'll talk about best NFL team. And I mean, obviously, you're going to give that to the person that or to the team that won Super Bowl, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who were the nominations? Was there any nominations or is it just them? I, I really don't know. I didn't watch. So... I I mean that's just it's a simple award. The best team goes to the team that won the damn Super Bowl. That's not even a good award to give out. Yeah. Um, best athlete in men's sports. Do you know who that was? Was it Tom Brady? Yep. What? And, and, <laughs> I don't know. It's because he won the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. Best. Yeah. Okay. I can see. Brady being best leader or something, but best, best athlete. athlete, that seems that seems too much. Are I got awards now. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. But I don't I don't see the I don't see the um nominations. I wanna know who the nominations are though. But I mean Tom Brady just for sure doesn't seem like he should be the best athlete. At least not best athlete. Definitely best leader, some other award. Now let's um, move on. We've got best play. And this one, this award belongs to the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, Hail Murray. To gender help. Oh, I figured out the uh, nominations, by the way. Oh, all right. Let's go back to then uh, best team. Who are the nominations for that? So Tom Brady. Oh no! Oh oh! I don't know the best, best team, team, but I know best team. Oh, for best for best athlete. Oh, wait, no, I have best team. I have best team. All right. So I have Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Stanford Cardinal NCAA women's basketball, Baylor Bears NCAA men's basketball, Alabama NCAA football, Sooners softball, Seattle Storm WNBA, and Dodgers MLB. I mean, let's see. Uh, I mean, 
I could see why they gave it to Brady, but uh, no, you mean the Buccaneers, not Brady. Oh no, I'm looking at best athlete. Are you looking at? You said you just said the best teams. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I mean, uh, do you think do you think it belongs to anyone else? Uh, I mean, I don't watch much baseball, but I know Griffin's a big fan. He's a Dodgers fan. Um, I don't really care for that. Seattle Storm, I don't watch the WNBA. Softball, I don't watch softball. Alabama for NCAA football, I mean. No, I don't. I just don't think they're deserving of that. They just. I guess Tampa Bay deserves it. I mean, everything else. Or half of it, more than half of it, is literally college. Uh, I, I would put it in between. I would put it between the Bucks, the Bears, or Baylor, mm-hmm. and maybe Oklahoma softball. And I, w- I, the only reason I wouldn't say the Dodgers is just because that season was just kind of a fluke. <laughs> Not that it not that it wasn't deserving, but there there was a lot of differences between a regular MLB season and a COVID season. So in the I mean, end in the end I narrow it down to the Bucks and the Bears. Uh-huh. And but yeah, the Tampa Bay Bucks do seem right. Are you trying to call LeBron's final run a fraud? Absolutely. That is Bullshit. That that run is not legit at all. Okay. But what about if other teams won? How would you feel? I would dude. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even watch that damn finals. That's how fucking much of a flick it was. Really? Be real. Like that was just, it just was not that that final none of that playoffs seemed right. Okay, what? Okay, I mean, bro. I'm not trying to sound biased or anything, but Luca hit a game what winner on Reggie Jackson's dunk. Okay, and don't that, tell me that playoffs didn't matter. I I'm not saying that they didn't. They didn't. I'm not saying they didn't matter, but they were. They it wasn't wasn't right. It it was not the right. Fuck. I don't know the word, but it just none of it seemed right. And obviously, I supported my Mavericks. I watched all of that game, all of their games, but. That's only because what that was their first time being in the playoffs in like five years or so, and that was Lucas' first playoff run. Of course, I'm supporting my team, but even if I mean, even if they won, and someone told me like that that run was a fluke, I would be I wouldn't disagree against that because I, I in my opinion, fans make a a huge difference and. To not have that and to have a board full of people on Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. So, the best athlete in men's sports. Do you want me to name them now? So, yeah, Sam, we got Brady, Lewis Hamilton, Nikola Jokic, and Connor McDavid. Now, so, I'm not one to tell you about F1 or hockey. Uh, uh, hockey. I mean, Nico could probably tell us a thing or two about F1, but I mean, I don't know about 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about hockey, but oh. so if I if I eliminate those two and I go between Nikola Jokic and Tom Brady, then I'm taking Tom Brady. Nikola Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to. Say- when you think of athlete, you think of athletic, and Nikola Jokic nor Tom Brady are athletic. Now, obviously, this award probably means something different than what I'm saying, but uh, still, I mean, let's move on. I mean, hold up. We're thinking of best athletic as best athlete. One of them yeah. drives a car. <laughs> yeah, so we're obviously thinking about it in a, the wrong manner, but it's all right. Well, it's whatever. Okay, so now we'll go to best breakthrough athlete. Best breakthrough athlete. Yep. Justin Herbert, Chase Young, Lamelo Ball, and Crystal Dangerfield. If y'all don't know who Crystal Dangerfield is, Minnesota Lynx, WNBA. Just wanted to let you know. So, for me, it's between Herbert and Ball. Chase Young, I, Chase Young was phenomenal, but he was yeah. he was also hurt, and so was Lamelo Ball. So just for that reason, I would give it to Herbert, because for for what Herbert did with that team, and for how for the amount of stats he put up, that's just not that's not normal for a rookie, and for that reason. I'd give it to Herbert. You know who they gave it to, though, right? Yeah, Lamella Ball. Of course. <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> I mean, Lamella Ball had a special season, but I mean, there's definitely been better rookie seasons. And uh, Anthony Edwards. That that yeah. Did he not only didn't he maybe not even deserve that for himself to get this one? That just doesn't seem right. And there have been many other rookie seasons better than. The one that Lamelo Ball had. He not saying not not discrediting. I mean, he had a great one, but there's been better ones in the NBA and social media and many what sports coverages act like Lamelo Ball is like next what the next LeBron James after one season, and it's just it's just because of his name, in my opinion. Because everyone, I, mean, knows I won't that. give him disrespect. He played, yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. Played through like all the like hate he's gotten through like the years he's played. But I really don't think he deserves all the spotlight that he gets. I think, like you said, it's all about his name. It's his dad yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, just the ball in general. But yeah. All right. Um, best college athlete. We have Devonte Smith, Luca Garza. Glory, Amanda, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Now, I don't watch soccer, so sorry, Amanda. But uh, <laughs> for Luca Garza, I mean, I don't, I don't watch much college basketball. But when I was hearing about college basketball, I would specifically hear about his name or Jalen Suggs. Luca yeah. Garza, I mean, he's like a. A center, right? He's like a big man. Oh yeah, and he future plays Maverick. Like a guard. Future oh yeah, Maverick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like the next Jokic or something. I don't really know, but I mean, yeah, I've heard a lot about his name. 
Yeah, Devontae just... Smith obviously heard about him, and Trevor Lawrence obviously heard about him. Yeah, and I mean, Trevor Lawrence, I would say, what he had, he dealt with COVID, and what missed two or three games during a already shortened season, and. And he also came up short against an Ohio State team in which Clemson was favored to win that game by a lot. And, I mean, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is the next big thing in the NFL and is already a huge name in college football history. But I I, I would say that, yeah, it does belong to Devontae Smith because for his size and for what he – what he put up, uh, that's just, you just, that just doesn't seem like right. And the fact that he did that is just insane. Yeah. I mean, I definitely agree with you. Uh, Devontae Smith, I mean, he won Heisman for a reason. So I don't know why yeah. they wouldn't give him this either. Yeah. But Trevor Lawrence is a winner too. I mean, I think I saw something. He's never lost a regular season game since high school, like him playing actively. He has never yeah. lost a regular season game since high school, which I think is kind of crazy, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. And then, yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm fine with Devontae Smith winning it. Uh, you could make a case for Luka Garza just for what he also put up. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, in the end, I, I would say Devontae Smith did deserve that award. So, yes. All right, now what do we got? Best NFL player. Best NFL player. Let's see. Okay, so you have Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Donald, and Derrick Henry. And who would you say that that should get to? I don't even know who won this, but... Tom Brady won this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> His D won like th- Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he won best athlete and best NFL player. And his team won. Oh my god. They're just handing it out. In my no. opinion, hands down, Derrick Henry deserves that award. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he won MVP, obviously, but still, I'd give it to Derrick Henry for sure. He played yeah. out of his mind and best running back in the league. You can make a case for Aaron Donald. I think for best NFL player, like strictly. Oh yeah. It's not. It's not MVP because MVP. It's it's a different award. Like quarterbacks, they, they're more quarterbacks are more lean towards that award just because. I mean, they're the, they're the, they're the, the leader valuable. of their team. Yep, you're the most valuable part of your team, and you got and those both Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady performed well, obviously, but they also did not. They don't do what. Derrick Henry does. Derrick Henry sticks his nose in every single play and just was a monster. And like, no like credit taken from Aaron Donald, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Brady because Aaron Rodgers obviously had an amazing season. Tom Brady obviously won the Super Bowl. But I just think you can't compare to what Derrick Henry put up game in and game out. Oh, that annoys me. They gave that to Tom Brady, but whatever. All right. Now we have best NBA player. 
uh, you know we're gonna get steamy about this one, but um, <laughs> or me at least, I don't think our boy Luca was Nicole in nomination. Nikola Jokic, Curry, and Chris Paul. And honestly, going into that, who do you think was gonna get it? Okay, so personally, like obviously being biased of Luca, I really didn't think they would give it to him. I mean, he lost first round. He's in his third year. Uh, and I mean, future he, winner. Yeah, he's, he's a future com- winner. He's competing with Steph Curry and Chris Paul, probably the most loved players in the NBA. Yeah. And I really, Jokic, obviously great too, but I mean, I really wouldn't see them voting for him as best NBA player when he just won an award for the NBA. But I mean, going down to this, when I saw the nominations, I thought Steph Curry was going to win, which he did, but I was surprised Chris Paul didn't either because of recency bias for his team being this close <laughs> in the finals. Yeah, and Chris Paul did have a great season. Yeah, but, yeah. And but s- but so did Curry. And so did Curry. But and his team lost to LeBron in the play-in. So. Best player my ass, bro. But it's oh alright, it's God. whatever. It's whatever. And for y'all who don't know either... Uh, Felix here is a LeBron sexual as well as a Luka dick writer. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, I would say Curry probably makes sense. I, I mean, all of these are kind of tough. I don't know how they, they ended up like judging on who wins, but I, I honestly could see that being any single person. All right, moving on now. Let's talk about the UFC fight tonight. The last so, event. so, I mean, you can go off first. I mean, everybody that's watching this already knows the outcome, but I mean, yep. I mean, I think for what we got to watch fighting wise, I thought that was pretty damn entertaining. Yeah. Uh, Poirier, Poirier was beating the shit out of McGregor <laughs> by the time it ended. Uh, McGregor did end or did land some good shots, uh. But by the end of that round, if you were to choose a winner, it would definitely be Poirier. But then, obviously, at the end of that round, what Poirier lets McGregor get up, broke his leg. They start fighting for a little bit. Uh, McGregor misses a punch, and his leg, shin, ankle snaps. Um. Now, the best part about this is the after, I mean, the talking. <laughs> I would say at the end, the talking was the most... Uh, entertaining part. Yeah, the most entertaining part by far. And they called the fight, obviously. You're not going to fight on a broken leg, although you would love to see it. <laughs> but Poirier and McGregor both had shit to talk. And, so, yeah. yeah, you you talk. You talk so, about it. So... Watching this fight, I mean, like right before it starts, I th- I think I said Conor McGregor's winning this in like two or something, and then like two minutes into the f- the first round, I was like, oh my god, like four years really about to take this, but it was becoming like an entertaining fight, so I was really prepared for like the next few rounds because I wasn't expecting a KO or anything in the first round. And then it gets down to the last 30 seconds, and they're crumbled in a ball like they were for the last two minutes on the ground. 
And finally, like Robert said, McGregor gets up. He... <laughs> and I mean, at first, you didn't even notice it. He kind of just fell down. And I mean, I, I, was, I was like, I was just like, what, what just happened? I was and like, then, did he lose his balance or something? And then they zoom like in the replay. camera. Yeah. They zoom in the camera and his leg is snapped and facing the other way. And you're just like, oh my God. At that point, all I was thinking is there's got to be a rematch. Yeah. And there's no doubt there'll be a rematch. And it, it won't be for sucks. a while because that guy's, because McGregor's got to get his ankle back in place. But oh my gosh. But yeah, I It'll mean, aftermath. Poirier had no respect and like no oh. chill at all towards McGregor. And I, I, I mean, I agree with him. Going into that fight, McGregor had no chill. Like at their press conferences, at their weigh in, McGregor claimed he was going to murder him. And like Poirier said, Karma's not a bitch, it's a mirror. And just like that, fucking McGregor has a, a snapped ankle. And or then what Poirier goes on to support his uh charities or whatever and um one of his uh friends who's fighting cancer or something. Mm-hmm. And then Spectacle. they go to McGregor. Oh my gosh. And McGregor uh or oh I wait, forgot to say Poirier claims that um McGregor broke his broke his leg earlier in the fight when uh, McGregor landed a, cl- a kick on Poirier, and then they go. What the guy goes to sit down with McGregor, and uh, you, you can talk about this. One. Okay, so like I was telling Robert when they were interviewing Dustin Poirier's, like I hope they interview McGregor, and then all of a sudden, like Dustin Poirier's looking the other way, like the interview's over, and then they go down to McGregor, and you're just hoping for the most like shit talking from McGregor. Because, I mean, what do you want want to see? I mean, he snapped his leg. You at least want to see some entertaining shit talk. That's exactly what you get. (laughs) So, I mean, you go down. And, I mean, he's talking just like... I mean, Connor had no fucking chill. The dude's ankle was broken, and all he had to say was, what, fuck Dustin Poirier. And he called his wife a hoe. And then he said, your wife's in my DMs. (laughs) What did he say? Your wife's just like a hoe or some shit, <laughs> and and that and he said that 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 was bullshit or whatever that his ankle broke earlier in the fight and uh, I mean as much as I want to see a rematch and I really hope that there is I this honestly might be the end of what McGregor's career yeah I mean he snapped his leg Ugh. he's already. He was already like nearing the end of it. He actually did he come out of retirement for this one? He might have. I don't honestly. know, but I mean, he might have. Can he go in retirement like three different times? Probably. The when you go to retirement as a UFC fighter, don't lose shit. But yeah, I mean, uh, I had respect. I I I for I, for what Dustin Poirier said, I, he. Was chill when he said it, when he when he had all his claims towards McGregor. I mean, he wasn't wrong to claim that you're going to murder someone in in a exhibition fight. That's kind of that's a lot. 
and yeah, and Karma bit him, and yeah, and then all what McGregor had to do was talk shit. So respect to Poirier. And McGregor hopefully gets better. I want to see a rematch badly, but I don't know. I mean, you can just kind of see the difference of what's going on. I mean, Dustin Poirier's on his feet. Conor McGregor sitting on the ground with his legs snapped. The only thing you can really do is just talk as much shit as possible, like he's been doing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I guess this really does it. Kind of talked about everything that's happened today. Yep, and hopefully we'll come out with a new episode once the next finals game is done. We can talk more finals, and then we'll talk more football as well because we're get we're just we're just uh starting to get uh near training camp and me and felix are both cowboys fans yep. we're on the next se- uh season of hard knocks and uh, <laughs> yep we can talk football all around so thank you for listening Thank you everybody for what or listening to this episode. Definitely this is our first time. But I mean, we'll get better yeah. at this podcasting thing. I just hope people enjoyed this. And we'll see yep. y'all next time. Thank you.